This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. Through mindfulness practices focusing on anti-racism, we increase our emotional resilience, recognize our biases, and make real our common humanity. Join Project Sanctus every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern for Walking Each Other Home, a weekly guided meditation and embodied mindfulness practice on Zoom and Facebook. Let's walk together on the paths of justice and racial healing with humility, kindness, and love. Learn more at ProjectSanctus.com. Exploring the healing and culture-building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Welcome to Project Sanctus Podcast with Love and Justice for All. We need to find a way to put liberation in that, but with Love and Justice for All, welcome. This is, uh, we have two podcasts a week now, the uh you know, a general topic one. And then at the on Fridays, we do headlines. But today is our topic one, general topic one. I'm Reverend Kelly Isola. I'm here with my crime or my partner in crime and consciousness. Easy Brian now, Hogan, easy now. Older. I know, I know. <laughs> you easy, slow down. Don't, don't be calling the black man on the podcast the criminal. I, you know, the... <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. I knew it. I'm like, like I don't need, I can't, I can get in trouble all on my own. I don't need you drawing attention to it. <laughs> it was, okay, take sorry, it, it, was, it was too easy. It was too easy. I know it was. I know. I know. So welcome to With Love and Justice for All, where we have conversations around embodied anti-racism, like you just saw, dismantling oppression, which we just presence, and fostering liberation, uh, especially the special the challenges that arise for spiritual seekers and and spiritual communities, and we often tie back what we're talking about to you know how to live that out in spiritual communities and through your you know your spiritual journey. If you want to join the conversation, you can message message us on Facebook or Instagram, and our handle is at Get Our Holy On. Um, you can also we have a phone number. You can leave a message four one three Get Holy. How's that for a directive? 413-438-4659. A couple of uh, upcoming events, our fiction reading monthly book club that we were just doing for about five months, uh, but it's our next one is coming up on September 22nd, uh, and we'll be um, talking about The Vanishing Half. This has been a wonderful series. Thank you, Ogan, for putting this fiction book club together. And all of the books are written by black women. Uh, and it's, I, you know, 
I've just, I've really enjoyed it. And they're each different. Some obviously are better than others, but it's been really, really good. And you can different. find out they're more about different. that. I don't know better. Different. Well, they're different, but so, well, not, okay. Better is not the right word. I've enjoyed some more than others. Okay. There you go. So it's personal really. Um, but they're all very good. They're all very good. And uh, you can find out more on projectsanctus.com. Also, our nonfiction 846 book club is ramping up again, and we're going to start on September 27th. That's Tuesdays. It'll be six Tuesdays in a row starting November 27th or September 27th from 7 to 9 Eastern. And we are going to be doing um, going through the book called Do the Work. Yep, here we go. See, reach. Uh, Do the Work by uh, W. Kamau Bell and Kate Schatz. And it's a phenomenal book. And it really is, it's not, it's really, it is what it's called, do the work. So it's not so much that there's a whole lot of reading, but every chapter is is full of learning and exercises. Activities. Activities, yes, lots like of this, activities. This check your privilege one. Yes. Lots yeah. of, lots of, lots of check marks, lots of, lots yep. of lists, lists of things that you can check off to see if you uh, have even paper, privilege. paper dolls in the back. You can cut out the paper dolls and put different, so you can, you can dress your paper doll for a protest. And, and to be clear, this is not just for white, white bodies. This is for, yeah. this is a book for everyone. There's activities in here for everyone as I'm, as I'm, for example, looking at this check your privilege uh, checklist. Um, there's a lot of items here as I'm going through this. I'm like checking off a bunch of these. Yeah, I have privilege. Well, yes, you do. You're, yes, I do. I, uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, we, that's a whole other, you're dragging me off course. <laughs> it's punishment because you think <laughs> I considered a black man a crime at the beginning of the show. Um, <laughs> but it is, uh, uh, it, it is just, it, and they say that at the beginning of the book that while it may seem largely for white folks, it's not just solely. And there, of course, there is a lot in there for, for white people and learning about white privilege, but also privilege, social privilege, you know, yeah. not, privilege is not always just solely about race. Well, look, you can make a, you can make a poster. There's a poster. Yeah. There's a poster built right in and there's yeah. other things in there to poster pull out. Right and, yeah. There you go. Yep. There you go. This is, this is, this is really a show for this, these few minutes, really for the folks who are watching on Facebook. <laughs> I know. This is I not translated so. well to audio. No, it's not. So what he just showed you was a poster you can pull out of the book, has a black background and bright yellow letters uh, oh, yeah. that says end white supremacy. You can hang it in your car, hang it up at home, at work. That'll really get him going. Anyway, so that nonfiction book, Do the Work, is for our 846 book club that starts on uh, September 27th. And our next affinity group is September 21st. Every month we have two groups, a communal group on the first Wednesday. And on the third Wednesday, we have the affinity groups where we have a group for um, bodies of culture and a group for white bodies. Um, so the next one is the 21st. Go to projectsanctus.com to find more and to register. Finally, the last, I think, last commercial is uh, we're speaking at the Eastern Regional Conference, the Unity Eastern Regional Conference, October 3rd through the 6th. Um, and maybe you, um, I'll get a link into the Facebook there. We're more than speaking. Can, we're, we're leading workshop. We're leading. Yes. We're not just speaking. Facilitating we're leading, uh, workshop. Facilitating. Yes. Facilitating and um, workshops on 
building anti-racist culture, like from the past to today and then today into the future. Um, so we'll, we'll have more, more on that in uh, our next little newsletter that goes out. So if you're not on our newsletter, go to projectsanctus.com, go to the bottom of any page and put in your information so you can keep up with what we're doing because gosh knows it's always changing and uh, it's we're big on flexibility and also I like expanding I, what we like, do and how we do it and where we do it. I like how you put that. We're big on flexibility. <laughs> Well, that's such true. that is such a nice way to describe our sort of sort of disorganization. We, we take we take to heart very deeply uh, not embodying the white body supremacy cultural norm of perfection and urgency there you go. and and hardcore structure. It's and such there a, are moments maybe we go a little overboard. We over embody it. <laughs> yeah. Is that that a thing? We over embody. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All uh, right. So welcome back to the States. Thank you. Yes, I am back in the good old US and A. Uh, got back uh, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. My body's quite, <laughs> my body's not quite sure when, when it is now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so still, still working myself way th through some, uh, some jet lag. Um, but I'm very glad to be back in the land of um, um, organized driving. It was like Thunderdome <laughs> yes. over yes. there. Yep. <laughs> it's like that come, in Cairo and Istanbul. Yeah. yeah. I've I never been afraid to drive in a in another country before until <laughs> until I got there. Yep. Yeah. That was anyways. Um but but yeah, so good trip. Um uh glad to be back. Um planning on going again some point early next year. Um okay. yeah, so that's cool. that's all I got to say about that. Well, speaking of mayhem and Thunderdome, there you go. Uh, that's part of our topic today. Is oh, such we're a good segue. About, wasn't it? Wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah. I'm, again, I'm making up for that faux pas at the beginning. Um, <laughs> Midterm mayhem and what's at stake. What we're talking about today is it's not so much about voter rights. You can look at previous podcasts at, um, you can go to Podbean. Um, that's where our podcasts are housed and any any of your um Podcast platforms. Podcast yes. platforms. Thank you. Um, you can find us uh, on pretty much all of them. So what, it's not so much about talking about voter rights, although that's going to sneak in, but really wanting to presence what's at stake. Uh, there's so much noise. There's so I think there's so much confusion. There's there's you know it really is whoever's the loudest right. is what gets the attention, but it also makes people go just turn turn everything off and then they're not even sure what is at stake and what am i voting for and exactly and what is this midterm stuff all about so um can i can i can i start by we didn't talk about this we didn't plan for this but i just had a thought i'll share just one thing briefly about what is not at stake and what is not at stake is the price of gas at the pump because yeah. for some reason then the narrative is that the president is responsible for the price of gas at the pump and polls polls track the uh the 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 approval rating of the president is very much in line with the price of gas diametrically opposed to the price of gas at the pump so the more unhappy our people are with the price of gas at the pump the more unhappy they are with the president even though he has nothing to do 
Does does no one hear how stupid that sounds? Zero to do. And how you know he has nothing to do is that just go look at the price of gas in other countries in the world. Right. They're yeah. all up there. Just gave from Morocco and it's pretty much but the same price. And people there make a whole lot less um, on average than folks here in the U.S. Actually, you know, the price of gas everywhere in the world is largely much more expensive than here in the U.S. Yes. Yes, it I is. Had, when it was hitting, you know, $4, $4.55, you know, over 5 I had friends around the world going, and? Exactly. Like, exactly. So so that's that's what's not at stake at at all. So okay, just one. So that's a pretty short list. Put it put that pretty pretty much. It's pretty pretty much it. Uh put that out there. But 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 what is at stake is a lot. We're gonna start um we're gonna go through some things and um what tends to happen in the midterm elections is first of all, a lot less people tend to come out and vote. Uh, right. during midterms um it's not as glamorous and not doesn't tend to get the attention as much as a presidential election which is sort of a sad irony because uh more uh, laws and policies are gonna get made dependent on who is voted in during the midterms um, in the house and the senate so again i think part of this is um all, all you Americans, this is where I claim my Barbadian ship here. All you Americans forgot your civic classes about how a, how a law is made, how a bill is made. Otherwise, you'd know that the president really doesn't have a whole lot to do with making the bill. He kind of just signs it at the end. It's about, you know, the House and the Senate. And the midterms is really when we elect um, members of the House, members of the Senate. And what tends to happen is um it becomes sort of a, a a referendum on the sit-in president so what tends to happen is uh whatever party the president belongs to that was just elected we have the midterms and then things tend to swing in the other direction um because it's the president's been um has been elected for two years um or two years after the president's elected and of course things never either a go as well as promised or b the narrative is created that things aren't going as well as promised uh because i don't know presidents elected for four years and i guess they're expecting every president to get it all done in the first two i, I don't know uh, but what tends to happen it takes is, them two years just to kind of sort of figure out the job and then then they're turning their attention to getting reelected. exactly so. exactly exactly so what's happened what tends to happen is that because um there's this uh, short memory and nearsightedness around things. It's like, oh, things aren't going as well as we thought they would have or should have, or as we've been told they should be. So therefore, we're gonna we're gonna punish by electing the opposite party, um, and things generally tend to swing the other way, um, especially in the house. Um, so that's that's what the usual thing that happens. But there's a lot of speculation that things may be different this time around, um, especially because of the things that are at stake, depending yeah. on who is controlling the House and who is controlling uh, the Senate after the midterms. So that's sort of what we want to draw attention to. And if you're wondering, why are we talking about this mid-September and the midterms are not till November 8th, please circle November 8th on your calendar 
please make sure you are registered to vote. Um, um, it's because, believe it or not, there's still some people out there who are undecided about where they will cast their vote, which kind of boggles my mind. There's also yep. a group of people who um, are very clear that they may not vote for the usual party they vote for, and in this case, probably Republican, and but they don't want to vote Democrat, so they're going to abstain from their vote. And, and this happens with both parties, but particularly because of the issues that Republicans are are have played their hand on and are threatening to Im impose um folks uh there, there are many republicans who are going like yeah we're not down with the crazy that's happening we're not down with um with the the, the maga the maga nations see what i did there machinations maga nations yeah thank you. yeah yeah thank you uh the maga nations that are happening within the party but they're not going to vote democrat either right and in a no vote is a vote just so we're clear about that regardless of right if you're a Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever, uh, you know, Green Party, whatever you are, a, a no vote is a vote. Right. So the question becomes, like, are you really aware of what's at stake so that you can um, be, be clear about, you know, what you what you're saying? Yes. And what you're saying uh, no to. Um, and a great example of this um, is is. Is the abortion issue right um yeah. you know it was hey they'll never overturn roe v wade because during their what do you call it the the supreme court judges during the hearings said oh it's 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 established law and established precedent right. you know we're not gonna yeah, do anything we would never yeah yeah and well we fell for that and and yeah. and they did right and then it's like oh no we're gonna let the states decide we're, we're not going to impose any sort of federal ruling on this. And just the other day, our yep. good friend, Senator Lindsey Graham. Oh, good friend. Sorry, uh, got a hairball when you said good friend. <laughs> decided he's going to propose a federal. A national abortion. National. Yeah. Right. Federal national anti-abortion legislation, making it federal law that 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 no one can get an abortion after 15 weeks. And to be clear, there are Republicans who are like, what? <laughs> like, right. yep. you know, since since Roe v. Wade was overturned, there has already been backlash um, in Republican-led states. I give the example of Kansas. We all know what happened in yep. Kansas when they voted to, to, you know, exactly. Again, the sentence I never thought I'd say out loud, Kansas gave me hope. Um, I know. So, so, you know, the it's pretty, it's a pretty red state. So it's a very red state. And, and it was Close up to show you and the vote was up to, 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 um, what is it? Uh, remove the right from abortion from the constitution or yep. something like, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and Kansas, Kansonians, what do you call people from Kansas? Kansans, Kansans, the Kansans of all ilk, red Kansans, blue Kansans, green Kansans, all, all Kansans turned out and overwhelmingly overwhelmingly yes. said no nope. not just a little but yep. yeah we're not we're not we're not going to do that and as yep. a result of that we're, we're, we're we've actually seen some republican candidates uh take off their websites anti-abortion 
um, stances to kind of soften it. Some of them even having their their wives for the first time speak out um, and and you know to kind of shift kind of give them a softer less misogynistic i guess right right uh, right quasi patriarchal quasi quasi <laughs> yeah exactly quasi pro women and all of a sudden lindsey graham just says like hold my bear i'm rolling in and and is dropping this you know sort of deal um so 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 this is what's at stake things like this because if there is a majority in the Republican majority in the House and a Republican majority in the Senate, then depending on the majority, this could become law and it could become law, even if the president doesn't sign it into law, depending on the numbers. Well, so here's so let's pause for a minute, because it's I think I want to presence the fact that even, you know, with with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, there are, you know, uh, uh, everybody that's, you know, wanted abortion to be, you know, all the anti-abortion people um, that were so relieved about that and really don't understand the domino effect, don't understand the fallout. Um, They just have this very narrow view of just, you know, thinking that, that, you know, people that can get pregnant use uh, abortion as a as a contraception method, which is a very right. very small percentage, um, not understanding the true domino effect that when you you know shut down places and and you remove you know shut down places that provide health care and remove you know the procedure that is that is used um, when a woman you know when someone miscarries there's there's just this you know, and you and you really limit access to healthcare, which was already limited for uh, marginalized yes. communities, especially uh, brown and black folks. Yes. Um, this just really pulled the noose even harder. Yes, and and, and just don't understand it. So by by Lindsey Graham sticking this back out there as to have a national abortion ban, he's. Um, it's just pointing to even more so that if even if you're anti-abortion what you are doing is is tightening that even more so to the extent that even um the state of texas so one of the one of the the challenges that with um our maternal death rate has gone up since since Roe v. Wade was overturned. That's one thing. The, um, and and in terms of, uh, quote unquote, develop, developed country, it was high enough. It, it was it's higher than most of yes. the other developing countries out there. Yep. Uh, you keep talking. So, I'll look up the stat. It, yeah. That, yeah. So it's so bad um, that even the state of Texas will not publish data on maternal death until after the midterm election. And, you know, you can make that mean some things but the suggestion is that the data is not good because texas was already texas and louisiana were at the bottom of the barrel in terms of uh, maternal death rates um uh, meaning women dying during pregnancy and um that was already and texas and louisiana were already at the bottom way down not just in the u.s but globally like the state of texas has a higher death rate 
or um, those that are pregnant than a lot of countries they're, in the they're, world. They're, they're dragging us all down. We are we have the highest mort in maternal mortality rate among developed countries and um, by a lot. So um, the death rate. So this is of uh, 2018 and it was published in 2020. Um, uh, 17. Point four maternal deaths for every hundred thousand live births in the U.S. The next, the next largest is France, and they're at eight point seven. So it's like, it's like twice as much as the next "quote unquote" developed country. I don't know why they keep calling us a developed country. I think we're like underdeveloping. We're devolving. I don't know what's happening. We're devolving. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> we're we're not a devolving yeah. country. Uh, yeah. So, um, so yes. So any. Go ahead. Yeah, my and my point was that even if you're you are anti-abortion, I'm I'm it's I'm so wanting people to understand that when you vote when you vote for an abortion ban, it's not just you know there's a whole lot of lives at stake. Yes, and 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 to be clear, please don't delude yourself into thinking that that because it may not be an issue that's relevant to you or pertains right. to you that right. you're not voting for that when you vote republican in the midterms if you are electing a member of the house that's republican or a senator that is republican you know if there's anything about republicans they will fall lockstep in line with each other and this is what you are voting for unless you know Let's not mince words. If you right. if you're voting Republican in the midterms, you're pretty much voting for the possibility of of this happening. And again, to the point you you raised earlier, this is not just uh, uh, the the narrative is that abortions are a murder, b for the promiscuous who aren't thinking straight, uh, the the unchristian, um, and um, and it's, it's what we're beginning to see is real life stories, for example, of, of, of individuals who are, who are pregnant and, and because of birth complications within the fetus, a fetus is not going to survive. The fetus actually dies in utero and, yep. and they're still not allowed right. because the state they live in to abort this fetus. Um, right. and, and. Uh, which leads to the possibility again of of health complications for uh, the person carrying the fetus, and yeah, and 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 that's that's part that that's just one of the reasons why you know again, like you mentioned, maternal death rates are are, are going up, um, and it's really not about religion. I, I mean, people need to it's understand not. this. It's, it's, it's really not. not. I, I, you know, and it's this it kind of heart, you know, and it's it's not just, um, you know, what's at stake when we talk about what's at stake and, you know, we're talking about abortion. It's also, a, a, you know, marriage, same sex marriage. Um, yes. I thought we already decided that. But this underlying thing about Every, everything's up for grabs now. Did you, did you? It is. And and what they keep what keeps being you know given voice and well we'll just you know we just want to you know return the right to decide back to the states which is um, you know every time you do that um, you're uh, you're dismantling 
um, human rights. You, you, um, you are, you are. And, and we have to realize that the, a state is also not a monolith. It's not right. like you don't have um, um, same gendered folks who want to marry regardless of if it's a red state or a blue state. There's no such thing as a red state or a blue state. There, there's peoples of all uh, views and beliefs in every state. And so then someone says, but yeah, what about the, the, the beliefs of the folks who don't believe in same-sex marriage, then don't marry someone the same sex as you. Like no one's no one's forcing you to. But when uh, what's 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 becoming more and more apparent is that we're using quote unquote religious liberties as an excuse to discriminate. Yes. And and if if your religion um, dictates or or leads you to believe that you need to live a certain way, more power to you. This whole country was founded on your right to do that. But then when you want to use that to enforce your belief on others, that's that's the most anti-American thing you can actually do. And it just always boggles my mind <laughs> that yep. the, the same folks who are who are arguing for these changes to make things more restrictive are the same folks who are always talking about defending the Constitution. Right. Which, you know, again, truly boggles my mind. But again, here here, here, here we are. And, 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 you know, and let's, and let's uh, connect this to, to our history, this idea of sending the decision back to the states, allowing the states the right to decide. Um, That was one way that uh, enslavers were able to, to keep going. Yeah, you know, yeah, as long that's... as they did, because it operated at the state level, and that's and they believed. So Lindsey Graham and all of your minions here, you're you're um, <clears throat> repeating and and propping up, you know, uh, slave trade, because uh, at that's how they kept that in place was that believing that the states were closer to their own constituents, their own you know people that yes. lived there. And they had a better idea than something at the national level of what people wanted. And right. so it allowed them to just ignore whatever was coming from, you know, at a national yeah. level from the White House. So no interference. So we can just keep enslaving people. When that's when when anyone argues that uh, the Civil War was about states' rights, I said, yes, it was for the rights for certain states to enslave <laughs> right. other people. Right. They wanted yep. they wanted that right. That's what let the states decide is really code for. We want to be able to discriminate. Yeah, it, it, it really yep. is. It really is. Yes. So. Yeah. But but I think, well, you know, I think if you're paying attention at all you can see that you know that's what's under you know under lindsey graham and right. all it's, of these it's, MAGA exactly people. exactly i want my right to discriminate i want my right to to, to restrict you know, to control um, to be oppressive all, to, to be, oppressive. be racist yeah exactly um, um all these things and and you talked about if folks are paying attention it's less about paying attention as to are you going to believe what you see and i yes. and i and I, I just had a recent um interaction with someone on, on, on Instagram. And I, I forgot what I posted. I posted something and, and, um, around, around this issue. And, oh, it was, it was the, uh, Jennifer Lawrence post when she said, I don't, mm. I don't fuck with anyone who's not political because lies are a snake here. 
Um, and, and she talked about, you know, she, she has relatives that are very conservative who are Trump supporters. And, and, and she talks about how she interacts with them. She used to just like write them off, ignore them. And she realized I, I can't do that um, anymore. And she talked about her own miscarriages. And then someone said in my comments, a miscarriage is not the same as an abortion. And I said, you're right. I agree. It's not. However, however, there are places where, um, when folks come in and the issue is miscarriage or complications with miscarriage, doctors are beginning to wonder, you know, or investigate if ask questions around, you know, is is this a real miscarriage or is this a botched like self-induced uh, abortion? And the person said to me, that's not true. Those are lies and made up stories. Cite your source. So I cited a source. I sent an article. I sent an article uh, of a woman who talked about this happened to her. And then the yeah. person said to me, yeah, these stories have been proved untrue and, and debunked and yada, yada. I said, well, I guess there's nothing left to discuss because you asked me to show you proof and I gave you proof and you're telling me you don't believe the proof that I gave you. So, so yeah, it's, it's, we, 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 we've come to this place. Thank you, social media. Thank you. You know, Trumpism, thank you, all of this for it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we read, it only matters what we want to believe. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, we're in this place where, where the facts don't matter um, as, as, as well. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we get caught in this, we get caught in this, like, uh, and, and, and both sides can be guilty of this, we get caught in this, um, what do you call it, self reinforcing echo chamber. Yes. Um, which yep. is, you know, and I said it happens, it happens on both sides, but, but one side isn't trying to <laughs> endanger, endanger the lives of people yep. uh, as well. So which echo chamber do you want to get, do you want to get caught in? Um, and again, it's not about, it's not about, I don't believe that you have the right to not believe in abortion. If you don't want to believe in abortion, great. You don't want to have an abortion, great. No one's forcing you to. The law never said you had to go get one. <laughs> I know, but you put in an abortion ban and I, I that's another one I don't understand is so now you're forcing me not to have choice, but you still get to have choice. Exactly. Exactly. And let's be clear, let's be clear that uh as you mentioned earlier, those folks who have the resources, who have the money, yeah. they're gonna get an abortion if they want one. Whether it's whether it's uh, you know, some some clinic off the grid or they can fly to another country where it's legal whatever they have resources not everyone doesn't so all right abortion we talk about uh codifying same-sex marriage because even though the supreme court decided that it was not a codified into a national federal law i know therefore because you know the days of the supreme court decided so we're good with that have gone <laughs> those, those yeah i'm like i when i started seeing that <laughs> It, I don't know whenever I was like wait a minute didn't we already decide this we, you know? we thought we did we thought we thought we did apparently that whole you know we honor precedent thing has gone out the window so so we have to so we basically and again this is an issue same-sex marriage that is basically um, um, supported by 70% of America and I know. and and Last I checked, fifty-five uh, percent of Republicans. So the majority of people on both parties 
support this. It's not an issue, right? It's not an issue. So then the question becomes, then why are we trying, you know, uh, I think uh, that other Florida got to be trying to trying to be good about the name, not the name Colin, but that other Florida nitwit, uh, Marco Rubio was like, oh, yeah. So his whole stance is this is a decided issue. This is just grandstanding. Why are we even bring this up for for a law? This is just a waste of time. Marco Rubio, a noted anti same sex marriage um, politician, but also the reason why we have to codify this in the law is because, again, we thought the Supreme Court deciding it was enough. Partly, it's not. Nope. So nope. this is this as is why Marco. Learned, <laughs> yeah, as we all learned with Jobs, the Roe v. Wade. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, what else? What else is at stake here? Well, I think um, you know one of, the, and we've talked about this before: um, voter suppression. And and for me, in talking about what's at stake, um, the the what's what's I guess this could, this is going to sound a little fluffy, but for me, what's at stake when you start looking at all the things that that um, states are doing to suppress voters is what's at stake is just our fucking humanity, like what, <laughs> like. Like, stop, stop intimidating people. Stop with all the deceptive practices. Stop putting up barriers to differently abled people. Stop the, like all of, there's all of these crazy things that, that you know, um, voter suppression laws that have already gone in effect. And there's hundreds more working their way through state legislatures. Yes. Um, and I just, um, you know, they're not gonna, there's people that are, are gonna, not accept a Native American tribal ID. They're going to um, they they um, intimidate voters by showing up as impersonating law enforcement or immigration yes. officers. Um, you know, eliminating early voting. Uh, you know, no voting on a Sunday. Yeah. Which you know, there's huge population that that that's their day off. Right. Reducing uh reducing uh eliminating mail-in voting and or yep. uh severely reducing the number of drop boxes um yep. as, as well have to the, prove, yeah having to prove your citizenship having to have a particular kind of photo id um yeah. closing of dmv offices so that people can't gain access to the kind of photo voter id card that you need yeah um and it just goes on, you know, having the, the ultimate, police just parked at a polling place. And the ultimate the ultimate voter suppression is the fact that it's not a holiday, that election days right. are not holidays because there are so many people, predominantly lower income folk, which is predominantly black and brown folk, because that's the system was designed that way, um, who cannot take the time off to go vote there's no i gotta i gotta run out at lunch hour and go vote because sometimes you got to be standing in line three four five six hours uh to cast your vote and your job could be at stake so so the the the, the best easiest thing we can do to encourage voting is to make it a holiday midterm voting day uh um you know uh, all or 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 move it to a weekend why is it gotta be a weekday i never understood that yeah like make um, make yeah. Sa make saturday and sunday make make the whole weekend 
you can go in and vote that we don't have to um uh potentially lose your job um as a result of this even changing public transportation routes so people can't get to polling sites yeah yeah (laughs) um it just you know not putting polling sites on uh tribal lands not putting them on college campuses um uh it just i i i don't all sorts of shady it is it really is and i guess where i you know go to the what what's at stake is our humanity is is i think it just for me demonstrates just how crazy right you know really out of i i i'm just at a loss that if you if you really believe in democracy how do you make all this shit okay right um and um if you're if you're wondering oh wait what what does midterm have to do with with all of that is again uh the house which is a democratically controlled house uh put forward the john lewis voting rights advancement act which would have addressed a lot of these issues um and it passed in the house but uh guess where it did not pass yep (laughs) in the republican controlled senate um and when you when you look at at what's happened the democrats bless their hearts put a lot of effort and energy into creating policies and issues that would improve the lives of people and republicans bless their hearts put a lot of time and energy into making it difficult for people to go vote or restricting um you know we talk about gerrymandering and yes both yeah. sides both sides have gerrymandered but one side does it a whole lot more than the other to the point where they've actually had to be States have been taken to court and they've had to um, been told, yeah, y'all, this is this is actually illegal what you're doing. Right. Um, so <laughs> you can't. <laughs> well, and and, you know, um, why some of their gerrymandering, you know, on purpose splits, you know, an area um, yes. and now um and and very and often that split of a of a geographic area um isn't just you know well now this is republican and this is democratic or now we're going to do this here and what used to be democrat is now republican you know um but also along racial lines yes um, yes this shit goes on it's 2020 it's 2022 and, and, and it's real it is it is it is real and here's 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 an interesting thing um the uh so i recently wrote an article in unity magazine sort of around this issue and um the first draft of it i had to i i was asked to uh tweak it a little bit uh because i was a little too uh, i didn't name i didn't name parties and issues but it was pretty clear who i was talking about um and i was told um rocket science uh yeah i was i was told to tweak it a little bit because um one of the reasons was um, as as because it is a nonprofit, um, because it's talking about yeah. overtly talking about political things in elections. It could possibly put the uh, the the nonprofit at risk um, because you're not supposed to as a nonprofit. You're not supposed to was it um, particularly advocate for or candidates or. Yeah. or Candidates. So I'd, I'd I'd like to say that this um, I'm realizing is 
probably about the biggest form of bypassing that um, one of them yes. I can um, that spiritual communities engage in. We can't talk about these issues because we might lose our nonprofit status. That's um, I, I, I think folks got to own up to the fact that they're using that as a crutch, as, a, yep. as an excuse to avoid talking about. You can talk about issues. You can talk about, um, and, and this is my article, you don't want to talk about politics, fine, call it governance. You can talk about the kind of country you want to create. You can talk about the issues. You can talk about what's at stake. Um, but to say I can't, no, no one's telling you to tell people specifically what candidate to vote for. You don't have right. to do that. Give people a little bit of credit, but to avoid talking about any of the issues altogether is as a cop out, and it is it is a bypass. Yeah. Um, there are um, plenty of churches um, looking at some of the evan evangelical ones who are very clear about telling you who to vote for. Yep. Right, and they're still churches. Um, they still they still got their nonprofit. So I'm not telling you to tell people who to vote for. Oh, I wouldn't be mad if you did. But I'm simply saying, own up to the fact that you're using it as a crutch. Um, well, you yes, and not just using it as a crutch, but using it as a crutch to prop up racism and ableism and sexism, and yes. you're using it as a you know a a pillar to prop up uh this the system the systemic system of of privilege right. that we have because there are numerous laws in effect and going into effect that specifically target those with disabilities how do you in your spiritual yes. community make that okay right exactly exactly you have this belief of the sanctity of life and that we're all born inherent goodness and blah 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 and you're not willing to call that out Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. 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 Um, so, so you can do it if you want to. I think you just don't want to. Um, right. And, yeah. God and again, we upset someone. <laughs> and again, <laughs> I will raise my hand and be the first to say, "Yeah, I was guilty of that." So I'm not just I'm not just pointing a finger at others. I'm I am here admitting, yeah, that's the path I used to take as well, and I took that path, of course, because. I was afraid not of losing my 5013 status. I was afraid of losing congregants and yeah. losing donors, especially if there were any deep pocket Republican donors. Like that, that was the fear that that I had. So I that's why I stayed silent. And then sure enough, when I started to not stay silent, those folks trickled away and stuff like that. Good. So the so the exactly. So the question is, so the question is, what's more important to you, right? what is yeah. more important to you and only you Show can me. answer that but 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 when you but, when but you come you know up, what you don't even have to answer it just look at what they do well Here's that's what i meant <laughs> that's that's what i meant that's what i meant okay. your action your actions are your answer right yes and be brave enough to own your answer yeah but don't say you I, you're 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 stumped about what to do and and how no. to be the change and all that when you're very clear where you're priorities say isn't there something in the gospel i believe about you yeah, man can't serve two masters because he will love one and hate the other something yep. some, something along those lines well, right here's so i'll bring it back to unity charles fillmore says that um there is one power but you can use it in two ways so you can use that power to um 
uh, in a way that that tears down, that um, perpetuates anger, confusion, fear. You can also use that power in a life affirming way. Yes. And and so there's one power, but we get to decide how we use that. And I'm sick to death of, if you can't tell, of you know the the as you say it the bypassing. You yeah. either believe in spiritual principle and you act that way or you don't. So don't tell me you believe in it, but yet you're not doing anything to dismantle. And I'm just picking that one thing, all of this, all of the ways that we prevent differently abled from voting. Yes. Never mind people of color, never mind, you know, language barriers, never mind LGBTQ. Like I just picked one. Um, uh, one, one more thing that's on stake at stake on stake at stake in the midterms is uh having smart people in congress um yeah and because we have some fascinating characters <laughs> are you thinking about herschel walker who's a total whack job you know you know he's he's he is he is prime example num number one him uh you know doc, dr oz is kind of out there too but herschel yeah. walker Herschel Walker, if uh, this so this is uh, in Georgia, and yeah. um, I'm not sure where the Poland is, but the last time I I checked in on the Poland, uh, it's really close uh, uh, with Stacey Abrams, and I'm like I can't believe no 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 close. he is no Stacey Abrams is not running Stacey, for governor she's governor you're yeah. talking about Raphael Warnock. Warnock right Warnock yeah right uh, last I checked this was a I think, I think he's a little ahead week, of him he, actually Herschel Walker was a little ahead which means people are definitely just voting for party not for smarts um, no or or because he's this famous sports person right you're voting for the personality look what happened last time we elected a personality oh uh, we're in, still in, in it in, what do you mean <laughs> you know you talk about it's not past tense you're right you're right we come back we come back to him in a in a in a second um but I love case... this article about Herschel. Sorry, but it is, I just I like the headline from the Daily Beast. Herschel Walker is the saddest Senate candidate I've ever seen. <laughs> here, here, here's an example of one of the things he says because it's it's Ugh. unreal. Um, and some of you may have heard this, but it might be new to some of you. Um, he was criticizing the Green New Deal by telling supporters it was a policy ripoff. Why? Because America has some of the cleanest air in the world. Not true, but that's what he says. And he says, quote, but since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China's bad air. So when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. So it moves over to our good airspace. And we got to clean that back up. I don't need to tell anyone that this is not how air works, but this is what he says out loud. Uh, right? What do you do with that? Um, and this is who people want to elect to say. Well, and he also roped in India. You know, it's China and India that's sending us their bad air. <sighs> And and he even this past spring, he wondered if evolution was real. Yes. Um, because there's still apes in the world. It's yeah. like mm, and then he says, Yeah, actually said, think about that. <laughs> okay. You if evolution was real, why do, why do we still have like yes, why do we still have apes and gorillas and <sighs> <laughs> and why are you obviously evolution in his case may not be real. Um 
Yes. So, so, so we're, we're not making fun of him. Well, we are a little bit, but I am, but, but what's again, more dangerous is that this is someone who is utterly equipped clearly to be holding such a high elected office, but people are just willing to vote for him because a their party B Trump endorses him and C we can't vote Democrat. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that, you know, the, the issues, the issues, the issues clearly, clearly, clearly don't matter to a vast majority of people. Um, but, but yeah. Um, so this is, so that, yeah. And it's not, it, it really is just, I'm not going to vote for, uh, for someone else because of the Democrat instead, like learn a little bit about the man, um, uh, that he's, um, you know, obviously you put Trump in office, so nobody cared about character. So let's, I mean, look at him. He's, he's, um, he's claimed to have one child, but really he has four, even though over the years he preaches about the evils of absentee parenting. He, um, he's lied about his business experience. In fact, he owes millions of dollars in unpaid loans. He falsely claimed to be a college valedictorian, even though he left college early. Um, And there are some, you know, um, spousal abuse uh, allegations floating around. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting listening to every rumor, but these are things that are, that are clear and they're not made up. Like you can go find them, you know, like police reports and and, his college um, transcripts, history and things, transcripts. Right. But he's, um, yeah. Do you want someone that's equipped for the job? regardless yeah of you know whatever party exactly or not. exactly 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 um so so um i think especially for republicans the it, it's it's less important who they're voting for and more important that they're voting for the party um and yeah. it's and what's, what's at stake is our humanity you know and what's I mean, at stake is going to affect affect them as well. Great yep. example is you know when we when we look for example at you know these states and cities that are struggling with the water issues, Jackson, yes. Baltimore, yep. still still yeah. still Flint. Um, you know it's 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 this idea of of when when uh, certain parties are in power that. Um, basically state state sanctioned discrimination continues and and it affects everyone within that area it's yes jackson is majority black but it's not just black folk that live in jackson it's not just democrats that live in jackson everyone in jackson is having brown sludge come out of their tabs and and having to bathe cook do everything in bottled water regardless of the color of their skin regardless of their political affiliation Right. So back to back to that whole idea of of um, the what is what is Heather McGee's thing again? The Oh, the sum of us. Yeah. The zero the, sum game. The zero sum game. And the opposite is the when we work together. Oh. The, yes. I don't remember the term. We're yeah. having we're having brain farts right now. Right. Um, <laughs> solid is a solidarity something. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Whatever. You look it up, but anyways, 
Um, so, so, so part what's going to happen is you may think that these issues that are important to you um, as a conservative or as a Republican that don't directly affect you, you're voting for those. But as we have seen, these laws are going to keep getting rolled back. Um, and then by the time it comes to one that's personal to you, it's going to be too late. Yep. Um, and if you don't it think that's going to happen, you're, you're kind of kidding yourself and, and, and deluding yourself um, around that. So... So yeah, so please the solidarity solidarity dividend. Solidarity dividend. There you go. We've only talked about it like fifteen times before. I know. We're we're we're, we're just not having a, one of the. I blame uh, jet lag. I don't know what's your excuse. What's your excuse? I got jet lag. I'm recovering from serious surgery. Oh, that's right, surgery. Things. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jet lag, surgery, recovery. We got to pass. <laughs> well, and not recognizing that by not ha by this lack of social solidarity we collectively are just continuing to harm our own communities. Exactly. I, I don't know how to, I don't know that you can shift someone off. I'm just voting for my party. I, right. I don't know that you can do that. Um, so having people to, to look beyond. Yes. So what's important to know is that um, since 2021, um, at least 18 states have passed 34 laws around um, new restrictions on voting. So don't assume that you are still registered to vote. Of course, these laws are disproportionately right. affecting um, um, voters of color. So don't assume that because you were on the voter rolls last time that you still are. Um, so please check to see if you're registered to vote. Um, you can easily do that by going to um, vote.org and you can see all the registration deadlines uh, by state, um, all the, what you can do, whether it's mail or you can when to register to check to see if you are registered. Please go ahead and do that now so that you have time to register. Some states allow same day voter registration and voting, many don't. So right. I shouldn't say many. I don't know the exact number. Some don't. I, given given what we said before, you can hazard a guess which ones don't. So uh, so please check to see that you're registered. Please, if you're a person who is not uh, used to voting in the midterms or even other other in between uh, races, uh, local state races, especially the midterms, please. Take the time to come out and cast your your vote. Um, I was I was today looking at um, I'm, I'm flying home to Barbados sometime in November. I'm gonna be there for a few months. Gonna gonna wait out the winter in <laughs> in in the Caribbean. Don't hate me because that's where I'm from. All right, that's my home country. I'm I'm heading I'm Whatever. heading home. Yeah, I know I know. But anyways, point is I'm, I was looking at I was looking at flights looking to try and get that plane ticket. And I realized that some of the best deals are happening, were happening right around election day, November 8th. And uh -huh. I was like, I was like, well, don't matter. I can, uh, you know, I can do early voting. Um, uh, I'm a resident of Maryland. They're really good about early voting. Let me go do that. Um, but then I remembered in a recent uh, election that was held, um, I had put in a request for a mail-in ballot. 
and I got a letter saying, we received your request and we will send you a mail-in ballot. That mail-in ballot never arrived. <laughs> Mm. right i'm not saying yeah. there was a conspiracy at hand i'm saying sometimes these things happen so then i decided Especially if you moved you know so i decided guess what i'm making sure that i'm not leaving this country till after november 8th to make sure that even if i put in a request for mail-in ballot um i'm gonna be here in case that ballot does not arrive in the mail and i can walk in and vote in person it it's 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 that important this is one of these things that yes it is important to plan your life around please get out it really is and most people are not um the midterms generally you know get a much lower turnout they're not that important and it's just not that way anymore it's not Um, that way anymore you have to be out you have to vote you you i mean if when we talk about midterm mayhem what's at stake what's at stake really is your future like how do i want my my community to be my yeah. state my country my I mean, country it's... and we're not exaggerating no <laughs> we, not we a little bit not exaggerating and if you think that we are please just just around the abortion issue go look up all the horror stories that are happening because of those states um that have the abortion bans that kicked in after roe v wade and the the stories of people again for example not even having uh you know that are on medications for example that have nothing to do with abortions because those same medications could be used um as abortion medication there are some pharmacies that are not prescribing them some doctors are not prescribing them under the thought that maybe this person and and these are medications that people have been receiving for years uh life-saving medications and now they're struggling to get them exactly yeah it's it's insane uh because of course no one's no one they didn't think this all the way through or they did and just didn't care um so 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 when more of that yeah it could be that yeah so when we say lives are at stake we're not this is not hyperbole is that hyperbole or hyperbole How do you pronounce hyperbole that hyperbole oh my god oh i really botched that one that's okay hyperbole hi, hyperbole hyperbole yes hyperbole or hyperbolic see that's the confusion right there you know <laughs> that's that's why i get confused because you you know you throw a few letters at the end and it shifts the whole pronunciation of the word <laughs> Okay. I also I also grew up in a British territory. Go ter- out and vote anyway. Go out and vote anyway. I also grew up in a British territory. So, you know, controversy, yeah. controversy, you know, controversy, controversy. It's a whole thing. Controversy, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, this is why I write. Because when, when I write, I don't have to pronounce the words out loud. <laughs> like the spell. I write the spell. so I can know what I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I write, I write so I don't have to say things like hyperbole. Or uh, hyperbole or hyperbole anyways um we're not <laughs> exaggerating and and not the, at all the, the power the power is in our hands um before we go before we go um coming up friday which would usually have been our our headline show i guess we cover some headlines today sort of um we did we got we we're going to have uh a, a guest on um this yes. past monday we talked about uh our last show i think was it no before uh we talked before about uh it was labor day and we talked about um the labor movement and mm-hmm. unions work or yep. having work having having a real resurgence right now 
Um, we're going to have a guest, a scheduled guest is Nell Geyser. She's a director of the research for communications workers of America. It is a labor union representing workers in telecommunications, media, technology, public service, airlines, manufacturing, lots of other sectors. She's going to, she's, she's in the trenches doing the work and she's going to come and uh, have some conversation with us around really what's happening in, in the labor movement, what's happening in unions, um, and, and how we can support um, worker solidarity um, and really, really get not just good pay for folks, but good benefits and really shift how we how we do capitalism um, as well. Yes. So, yes. Yes. So so please uh, tune into that again. We're going to be live streaming Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, and you can always listen um, on any of podcast platforms or online if you for whatever reason need to listen on your computer online um at with love and justice for all dot podbean dot com that's it right is that the that the website yes yeah yep. yeah all right well, so or here facebook or here <laughs> on facebook anytime hello yeah Dolly. Yeah. Um, we try to be omnipresent we try to be we're so omnipresent we don't even remember exactly where that's we always right, are that's right so many places uh so i think that's it for today yeah. and again again we cannot understate how important how important these midterms are if you yep. truly want uh us not to go back <laughs> go backwards well, yeah, if you want it truly, if you want love, justice, and liberation for all, it, yeah. It's in the power of the vote. All right. Uh, okay. Thank you all. Spread the word. And as always, if you want to continue supporting us um, in what we do, not just this podcast, but all the work we do, uh, you can make a donation over at projectsanctus.com. So until next time, let's continue to get our holy on. Bye. Bye.